I hope that you have been enjoying this walkthrough of the book of Mark, and today we're going to continue in Mark chapter 1, and I want us to look at verse 14 through verse number 20. After John was arrested, Jesus went to Galilee preaching the good news of God. So John was arrested because he stood against Herod's immorality. You remember that Herod um, uh, was, was actually at that moment sleeping with, having adultery with his brother's wife. And John stood against that. And because of that, John was put into prison. And one night uh, during a party for Herod, um, his, his niece actually comes in and dances for him. And while she's dancing for him, uh, uh, Herod becomes just in, enthralled with this young girl. And he says, I will give you anything you want. And she requests that John the Baptist's head be brought to her on a platter. And so Herod has John the Baptist killed. Okay, so that, that's, still, that's still yet future in the book of Mark. But, but John has now been arrested. So at this moment, at this moment, Jesus, right? I, I mean, he could, he could take this and he could say, you know, if this is what happens to John the Baptist, I know this is what's going to happen to me. So I'm getting out of here. Well, if Jesus were purely human, that's what he would have done. But friends, Jesus is not just purely human. He is divine, meaning that Jesus, in the eternal counsels of the Godhead, Jesus already had a plan, a mission that he had come to accomplish. And that plan and that mission was to go to the cross of Calvary. So John being arrested did not take Jesus by surprise. As a matter of fact, John in the gospel of John, John the Baptist says in John chapter 3, I must decrease that he might increase. So it's only natural that John the Baptist would be kind of shifted off the scene after preparing the way so the Lord Jesus can come in now and fulfill his role. And he comes in and what does he say? He says, the Bible says he preaching, he's preaching that the time has been fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent. So think about that. People talk about Jesus, that he's the loving savior and he is. But when Jesus preached, he preached repentance like John preached. Repent, turn from your wicked ways and believe in the good news. Believe in the gospel. And so here's what Jesus is preaching. Well, the Bible says going from there, he's passing along the Sea of Galilee. And I love this next verse. He saw Simon and Andrew, Simon's brother, they were casting a net into the sea since they were fishermen. Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and they followed him. And going a little bit further, he saw James the son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in their boat mending their nets. Immediately he called to them and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. Just think of that moment in the life of Peter and Andrew and James and John when the Lord Jesus Christ comes along and gives them this offer. Today you fish for fish, but I'm asking you to follow me. And if you follow me, you will fish for men. Now, friends, this is, this is startling because in Jewish customs, the rabbi did not seek out his followers. Instead, people would come and ask the rabbi, could they follow him? So, so, so Jesus actually 
turns this custom on his head and he seeks out his own disciples. And so Jesus saw something in these men that he knew he could use for his glory. I just, I love the way the Bible says he saw them. He saw them. And so friends, today, if you've been saved by the Lord Jesus Christ, he has also saw you. There was a moment in your life where he saw you in your sin, when he saw you in your iniquity, when he saw you in your immorality, and he called you to himself. Notice that Peter, Andrew, James, and John, they're just normal guys. I mean, we know from the book of Acts that they were uneducated and untrained men, simple fishermen, normal guys. They didn't live in great palaces. They didn't come from money. They're just normal guys. But Jesus says, those, those are the ones that I need. So he saw them. I'm reminded of a story that I heard of two men who got into a conversation on a boat when they were returning from the nation of India. One was a hunter, and the other was a missionary. The missionary said, "I've been in India for 25 years, and 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 I excuse me." The the hunter said to the missionary, "I've been in India for 25 years, and I never saw one of the natives converted." The missionary said, "That's that's funny." Uh, as a matter of fact, let me ask you a question: Did you ever see a tiger? And the hunter said, yes, I saw hundreds of them, and I shot dozens of them in the hunt. And the missionary replied and said, well, I've been in India for many years, but I've never seen a tiger. But under the power of the gospel of Christ, I have seen hundreds of natives of India turn to the Savior. You see the difference, friends? One was looking for tigers, and the other was looking for souls. When the Lord Jesus Christ came walking down the shores of Galilee that day, what was he looking for? He was looking for souls. And I wonder today, friends, is that the eyes with which we see the world? You know, I pray every day to God, God, give me your heart. God, give me your mind. God, give me your eyes. I, I want nothing more than to see through the eyes of Christ. I want nothing more than to look at a lost and dying world to see souls who are in desperate need of a Savior. To see souls and then bid them to come and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. To leave everything behind that they might follow Him. And so I'm asking you today, with whose eyes do you see? Do you see with the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ to go out into the world and, and ask them to come? Or do you see through the eyes of a hunter who's just looking at the things of the world, oblivious to the needs of man? Jesus saw with spiritual eyes and he went after souls. And I pray that would be us as well today. And if you've never put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I bid you to come, to drop your nets, to leave everything behind in order to follow Him. God bless.